Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time as we are talking week 16, three of these left in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pearson. Joining me today is Bill Needles. How the heck are you, Bill? I am top-notch, thank you, sir. All right, great to have you. Rounding up the trifecta, as always, is Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? I'm uh, I'm ready for an important week here. Yeah, a lot of stuff here. I, I was looking. I don't think there's a game on the slate that doesn't matter, save for one. Save for one, I think. I can only yeah, find one. Yeah, that's the... Uh... Arizona Chicago is the only one yeah. where not, no one has anything to play for. Everything, oh, every I'm other sorry. game. Washington um, Jets, Washington Jets. So two. There's oh two yes, games. Yeah. yes, Washington Jets. Two, but that's pretty good um, for Week 16. Yeah, that's bad. that's pretty good to have a full slate and only two games, and and there are some damn good matchups this week too. Um, or at least on paper, there should be good matchups. But uh, let's get right into. It. We had a really good week. Um, uh, I, I grinded out a three and two Craig, nice four and one there. Billy, unfortunately, uh, uh was uh, one, three and one, but, um, so far I'm up six units. Craig's up two units. Bill's down one unit, but has an astonishing amount of pushes. That's keeping him uh, <laughs> keeping him above water. I think you're going to set the record for the most number of pushes in a season. If you haven't already, I should go and check that effort. Uh, update on the 32 challenge week 15. We went into week 15, six and two pitchers becoming a little bit clearer now. Uh, almost half the field, uh, we know what their over or under is uh, sitting at 10 and five right now. So uh, still a long way to go with the last three weeks, but uh, we're up five units currently uh, on the 32 challenge. So with that said, let's head into week 16, another four week slate and a nice uh, all day Christmas. And, I mean, Christmas used to be the NBA's thing, but sorry, NBA, not this year. <laughs> you will be not getting any ratings uh, because we got uh, fantasy football because it's fantasy playoffs as well. But let's start off with, you know, not the sexiest matchup on paper, but for a Thursday game, I mean, I think we'll kind of take it, right? Two teams that are, are fighting. They're, they're two wildcard adjacent teams slash division adjacent if you're the Saints. So, uh, you know, it's, a, it's not too bad. We're not going to look a gift horse in the mouth on Thursday. But... What we've got here is the Los Angeles Rams hosting the New Orleans Saints at um, minus four. There's a very small segment of the Sharps that came in on the Saints plus four, um, but they weren't like super needle mover Sharps. Uh, That said, even the non-super needle mover Sharps are still smarter than me. That said, I think right now I'm going to kind of go against them because... Uh, I, I normally don't do this, but I, I well, don't see There's it. somebody I'm coming going... in on the Rams, too, because FanDuel has this at four and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on the Rams, too. Craig, what do you think? I'm also on the Rams. I think the Rams are just better. Mm-hmm. And I, I want the Rams to win for the sake of, like, you know, we're, we're, I think we're limiting ourselves as far as the number of good quarterbacks will be in the playoffs just based on the way things are shaking down and all the injuries. Yeah. So I would like Matthew Stafford to be involved in them. I just... I, there's not not a scarier team. Like if you're if you're the Lions or the or the freaking Cowboys or whatever, you don't want the Los Angeles Rams coming into your building on Wild Card Weekend. You just don't. Uh, and I think it's going to be my Lions. <laughs> I just every week it gets more. It's closer and closer. Well, could you imagine if the Lions wait thirty whatever years to host a home playoff game? Yeah, or, or maybe exactly <laughs> years. 
And then yeah. the visiting quarterback, Matt Stafford. It's just, oh, it's no. just so cruel. It's just so cruel. <laughs> like it's Unless we win, in which case, like, Stafford's out there taking a dive. Like, his arm just, like, won't go <laughs> forward. He's just like, what's happening right now? I'm Rodney Dangerfield in, <laughs> yeah. in Caddyshack. My arm, yeah. it's broken. My arm, it's broken. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Billy, what do you think? The Rams well, the, the reality the is just, for, like, very quickly for the Lions. Yeah, they're, like, they're no worse than the three seed here. Like that's that's just no, the way yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be two or three. Uh, you know, it's just if you're them, you'd rather be facing, you know, like your, I mean, I guess well, probably like the Vikings a third time, I guess, I don't, for the third time in four weeks. <laughs> that that is that is very much in the cards here as a yeah. possible outcome, yes. Yeah, I, I think you'd rather do that. All right, what about you, though, Billy, to put a bow on this game? Rams minus four. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. It's it's the Rams. I, I think we're going to see some points, and boy, do I like the Rams' ability to score more. That that offense is just, it's it's powerful. Uh, I like the Saints' defense, but I don't think they'll be able to slow down the Rams here, so I like the Rams. Spread-wise, Saints are 4-9-1, uh, and one, one of the worst teams, only only three teams worse than them. And the Rams, 8-5-1, and one. so one team is uh, decidedly more reliable uh on the uh on the spread this season uh next we had some saturday games uh two saturday games this week we had three last week only a couple this week uh we got the cincinnati Bengals heading to pittsburgh divisional matchup and the Bengals are laying two Bengals coming off a crazy comeback win against your uh vikings uh there craig or sorry there bill this line mm-hmm. opened up at, at uh, Bengals minus three, and the Sharps have come in on the Steelers down to the minus two and a half. And I, I'm I'm on Pittsburgh as well in this game. I know Jake Browning looks quite good, and I think some team's going to look him up in the offseason for sure. Uh, as a trade-wise, he's played well enough, um, unless he just falls apart in these last three weeks. But I don't think he will. Uh, either way, uh, this is a great buy-low, sell-high spot in a divisional matchup. Uh, it's not going to be Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I know I'm not a huge Mason Rudolph guy. In fact, I'm not a Mason Rudolph guy at all. But I don't know. Is do I trust the fact him? that Jamar Chase is not going to be playing in this game change that's, anyone's mind about that's it? Another like that. yeah. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, that's another one. It's just all the signs are pointing to the Steelers here, and that's why the Sharps have come in on it. Jamar Chase not playing, like Craig mentioned. Uh, the change at quarterback. It's it like. The Steelers fans are there's some rumblings among the Steelers faithful that they want Tomlin gone, which is something I never thought I, I would see the day. But I think I guess they're I, getting in, they're getting in a, a, a Andy Reid at the end of the, the Philadelphia territory with him, right? Where maybe it's just time to shake things up. I don't know. I'm on the Steelers. Well, so they cr- should look cr- at what they should look at how things went in Philadelphia between Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni, and, and then ask like, hey, do you want to sign up for this? Yeah, because it's just, bad. I, I could see it if you want to shake it up. And, like, if you were to trust – if the Pittsburgh Steelers were to move on, you would trust no one more than that franchise to uh, find his replacement for the next, you know, They 10, just they, years, the, the, This franchise hasn't, hasn't fired a coach in 60 years. No, they never have. And they're not going to, especially if, if – like, yeah. but I, I get it. If you're a Steelers fan <sighs> – it, right now, it's just you got to find your quarterback. It's not Tomlin. You got to find your quarterback. He, he, he yeah, tr- he's and, been treading well, water ever since Roethlisberger's been. Did you see what right? he was dealing with in his news conference today? The 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 George Pickens uh, oh. blocking clip that went viral. Pretty bad. Uh, I, I saw. Well, I, yeah, the, the the blocking the blocking the, the non blocking clip as alleged blocking. <laughs> alleged <yeah>. blocking <laughs> is a great way to put it. Uh, the alleged blocking clip. Uh, and then his response to the alleged blocking clip, which every time I've seen someone mention that, I've I've retweeted the clip of Calendar Man in 
in the Suicide Squad movie going, you fucking pussy! <laughs> right? Because like, it was such a bitch move by Pickens to be like, I don't want to end up like Tank Dell. And it's like, you don't want to end up like anybody uh, with, with, yeah. with that. Uh, well, the, the Tank Dell thing, excuse is ridiculous. Tank Dell was in the middle of a goal line push. You were, yeah. that, anyway, that's, that's, anyway, that's not the hero there. But that was a bad look for George Pickens. Oh, uh, a terrible look. Uh, I, um, want the, I want this team in this game too, though. I just... Mm-hmm. It's it's such at a good buy low there, There's a lot of good buy low at, sell at, high some, spots at some point. Jake Browning's going to have a rough week. I thought it was going to be last week against Minnesota. Maybe it's this week against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Billy? Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Pittsburgh getting two at home. Yeah, I think both of these offenses are going to struggle. Uh, Bengals missing their two best players. Steelers don't have any good players. Um, I, I'm going to say I want those points and the home team. So I'm taking the Steelers. All right. Uh, next up, we got the Buffalo Bills heading to L.A. to take on the Chargers. The Chargers are on extra rest. Uh, because they played in the Thursday game, and the Bills are on not so much rest, having played on the Sunday game and the short week to the Saturday. So they got about five days rest to get ready for this game. Um, obviously, uh, I mean, the, the Chargers were embarrassed in that Thursday night game, completely embarrassed. Uh, and, mm. and if there was, if there was ever like, if, if there was ever a reason, like if I was, if I was an anti-gambling. Uh, type of person which clearly i'm not but if i was i i would probably submit the last two weeks of football played by the las vegas raiders as evidence that nobody should ever gamble on sports ever again uh considering they lost three nothing at home put up zero points to your vikings bill mm-hmm. and then the next week on a short week score 63 points or whatever the hell it was the second highest total of the year uh it, it was just it it, it was mind boggling i had the over in that game and uh, the, the, the Raiders had it themselves at halftime, so that was fantastic. That was that was as as not of a sweat as you might ever have in football. Uh, the Chargers get rid of Staley. There's a few factors working here. Right now, the hype train is a little bit out of control for the Buffalo Bills uh, after they uh, they ran muck on the uh, on the Dallas Cowboys. They look good. I want to see this Bills team in the playoffs. Uh, that said. This line opened up at Chargers minus 13 and a half, got all the way down to minus 10 and a half, and then the Sharps came back in on the Bills, so now it's settled at, at Buffalo minus 12. So there's a, there's a three-point window uh, to, to middle this game for the Sharps. Uh, bully for them. I, I, I got the 12 and a half. Um, I was waiting for it to get to 10 to come back on in the Bills, and then it started, and, and then the Sharps came in on the 10 and a half, so unfortunately I missed that. That said, um, I know the Chargers just gave up 63 points and the Bills look like world beaters, but this is another buy low, sell high spot. And, and not necessarily for the Chargers on the money line, but this line is super high for a team that should be getting the the, uh, the coach fired bump. Um, and one of the all-time, I mean, not quite as bad as Josh McDaniels earlier, but a Jace, I would say, with Brandon Staley, because I think they hated that guy. And even though it's Easton Stick and there's going to be more Buffalo Bills fans at home, this is a complete hold your nose and take the charges for me at the 12 right now, even at the 12. Um, th- there's just too many factors going in and the line's too high. Billy, what do you think? Chargers getting 12 at home, at home, at home in air quotes. Yeah, I don't trust the Bills for this many. I, I think they did look good last week, better than I thought they would as I was leaning on Dallas. But I, I still think that this is too many points for a team that has been inconsistent this year at best. 
Uh, Chargers are abysmal, but inconsistent as well. So I, I think it's a little bit high. I'm taking the points, and I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Chargers getting 12 against the Bills. Yeah, I uh, I got to go with the Chargers. It's too many points. Uh, the rest issue, cross-country, you have the team that won by a bunch going up against the team that lost by a bunch. Like The, the Bills yeah, are the play here. But because you because you you get both the the buy low and the sell high at the same time, this is kind of like a, a an eclipse game that way. If you have two yeah. things kind of going in concert, but uh, the Chargers are the play. Like Buffalo's going to win this game, um, but the the money is all coming in obviously on the Chargers. We've seen this line go from from the two full touchdowns to now it's at twelve. Yeah, yeah. And Easton Stick, for all his faults, he moved the ball at the like he he had like they were down sixty three nothing, most of which wasn't. I mean, he had. Yeah, I don't know if we can take anything from they're down by sixty points and he's moving the ball. I don't know. True. Oh well, we can for garbage time if we're if we're if we're laying twelve, maybe that's. But true, yeah. In his first start, he threw a couple of pick sixes and everything snowed. It was the no effing way game. I'm not I'm not taking anything on Easton Stick's career. Uh, based on the fact that he played a no effing way game as his first NFL start four days after uh, Justin Herbert broke his finger, right? Like we're not we're we're just yep. gonna junk junk that and 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 move forward. Um, all right, moving forward, we're heading to the Sunday afternoon game. Six games in the one o'clock slate this week. Uh, first up is Christmas Eve, so this will be a lot of uh, this could lead to a lot of divorces <laughs> this year, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Um. Just red zone. Great background stuff for for a family uh, for a family Christmas Eve party. Great stuff. Uh, first up, Seattle Seahawks head into Tennessee to take on the Titans. Uh, Seahawks laying two and a half. We don't know if this is going to be Drew Locke or Geno Smith. And Geno Smith to... is full practice today. All right, so it looks like it's going to be Geno Smith. I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter for me if it's Locke or Geno. I'm going to be on Tennessee either way. This is such a letdown spot for uh, – this is a, a big letdown spot for the Seahawks after um, a, a insane win against uh, the Eagles on Monday night. Great throw by Locke to, a, to Jackson Smith. A pretty significant travel disadvantage here too. Yeah, tra- travel disadvantage, uh, home dog – uh, Titans, uh, I mean, I mean, not looking great, but like still trying to figure out how they, how they blew that game, uh, last week and didn't cover for us, Greg. It was, uh, it was wildly upsetting. So just two, two diverging teams. Great. I think it's a, a great spot for us to go down on Tennessee and they're probably going to be one of my five. Billy, what do you think? Titans getting two and a half at home against the Seahawks. Huh? Yeah. I, I think I like the titans here getting a couple points at home is always nice i i I don't have much trust for the seahawks um and i i've always found the titans are good at covering spreads just because what are they against the spread this do you have that uh the tennessee titans against the spread are uh eight and six okay eight and six a little bit yeah uh, middle bottom of the of the nfl Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i just I find they're good at controlling the clock with some of these teams that have decent offenses and, and the Seahawks haven't looked that great this year. So I'm taking the, the, the points at home. All right. uh, Craig, what about you? Seahawks laying two and a half on the road. Titans are one of my five. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We're going to double down on the Titans for sure. Uh, next up, the Indianapolis Colts head to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, this line opened up at 
Colts plus one, and it is now Colt, or sorry, Colts minus one, and it is now Colts plus one. Generally, you don't want to take the team that goes from the dog to the favorite, um, but I don't know. All we did is push it through the zero, so it's it's tough to say on the on the history of that. That said, um, this is going to be so far from one of my fives, but I will put money on this because I bet on every game anyway. Uh, knifed my ribs on this one. I, it's uh, Tyler Heineke's back under center. Uh, I'm not sure if Michael Pittman's going to be playing in this game after Gard Menchu tried to have him killed in that Steelers game. Uh, but I, I think I'm laying with the Falcons here. This is just this seems like such a weird game, and I'm going to go with the with the short horn favorite. Billy, what do you think? Falcons laying one. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one. I I think the Colts are better, and you're so close to a pick them that I think I'm just trying to pick the better team. Um, yeah, I would want the Falcons at home. But no, I, I think the Colts are a better team, so I'm going with the Colts, but I'm not passionate about this one, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor was limited at practice today, so but like it, it, his whole thing is concussion. So we don't, or, sorry, not not uh, Taylor. Uh, Pittman. Pittman was limited at practice today. Yeah. Um, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor was also limited to practice today. Oh, uh, so I like I the Colts. Right. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like he, he, he has a chance to go. Uh, I like the Colts. Uh, I think that uh, – oh, they're better coach for starters. I, I This Falcons team is just unwatchable so much of the time. It's it's awful. It really is. It's I, I messaged this to you earlier. Like you have Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and B. John Robinson on your team. How is your offense not super and, fun to watch? It's uh, yeah, massive. and all three of them were like – I, I don't know. We don't talk about fantasy football a lot, but all three of those guys were probably started in, you know, various fantasy football playoff matchups last weekend and were all junk. And not because they didn't play well, but because Arthur Smith, for whatever reason, <laughs> refuses to fucking run plays for these guys. It's it's weird. You got Cordell Patterson doing like reverse sweeps for one yard touchdowns. Oh, you got to get Johnny Smith the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, although Smith does come up with that with that one play every once in a while, but like man, it's 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 wild. Um, I, I messaged this to you earlier, Craig. That I, th- I think, and, and Billy, you can tell me what you think on this one. I want this to be the Justin Fields team. Like I want the I want the Atlanta Falcons to end up with Justin Fields uh, when when it's September twenty twenty four and the new coach. Football. Yeah, and a new coach. Yes, that's paramount. Very paramount to the new coach. Uh, <laughs> Like, there's the Ben Johnson team for you right there. Ben Johnson with Justin Fields under center in Atlanta with all those. Uh, with all the those other guys, shots. yeah. Now, that would be that would be good television. I'd watch that. Yeah, that's not bad. All right, so Billy and I are on the Falcons. Craig's rolling with the Colts. Uh, next up, a pretty damn good football game, despite the fact it looks like it, it could be Joe Flacco versus maybe C.J. Shroud. We'll see. Um, CJ Stroud didn't practice again today, and the reporting out of Houston is he's not going to go in this game. And the line reflects that. And yeah, it sure the line does. Line reflects and, that. Interesting. Yeah. I'm okay. It's it's Browns minus two and a half. It has been Browns minus two and a half all week. Obviously, I I, I was I didn't think it was going to be the CJ Shroud like line. I came in on Houston uh, uh, with the plus two and a half. Uh, earlier because I thought that Shroud was playing, right? Or like I can't I came in on the plus two and a half thinking, okay, this is gonna be um actually I'm wrong about this. Sorry, I got confused there for a second because the line was two and a half. This line was Houston minus two and a half earlier. 
in the week. It was yeah. Houston minus two and a half earlier, and it's now Cleveland minus two and a half because of yeah. said news. Because you're right, Craig. Sorry, I exactly. got confused That's, there for a they, second. They, they're thinking that this is going to be a uh, a Case yeah. Keenum game as opposed to CJ Stroud game. Uh, I like mm-hmm. Cleveland um, in this game. It's uh, it's only if you if you if you like Cleveland, Bet Rivers is offering this at minus two. So you might be able to get it at minus two in some places, although the juice is not what you want with the minus two. Yeah. Either way, uh, the line—if if the line is moving, it's going to be like they, there's some Houston money coming in, but I yeah. like Cleveland here. I mean, I like Cleveland. When, I like Houston when it was minus two and a half, and I thought Shroud was playing. I might still like it because one of the things that screwed our our Texans bet or our Titans bet last week is we thought it was going to be uh, the Titans versus Davis Mills, right? And then all of a sudden, Sunday yeah. morning, it's the Titans versus Case Keenum. And we're like, oh, well, that's probably the smarter guy to play, right? And it went about the way you would expect for Case Keenum, where he was kind of horrible earlier, through the pick six. We got a pick six, and we still didn't cover. It's always upsetting when, when that yeah. happens, right? Um, uh, but then he settled in, right? Because he hadn't played for forever. And then all of a sudden, he was leading a couple of game-winning drives. Nothing fancy, but just solid QB work from a veteran like Case Keenum. So I, I might be more apt to lean to Houston on this, even with Case Keenum under center, because I liked him at the minus two and a half, and now I'm getting two points, uh, even with uh, Shroud not playing. Because I, I was in on the minus two and a half early because I thought that um, Shroud was going to come in and it was going to push to three. How about you, Billy? Tiebreaker on this one. Yeah, I like the Browns. I think that the Texans have looked really good this year, and that's because uh, of – the, the quarterback I, without him, I, I think they're going to look pretty rough. And that Browns team has been pretty reliable, particularly the defense uh, without Stroud. I think you got to go with the Browns. All right. Uh, next game, the green Bay Packers head into Carolina to take on the Panthers. And last week I declared the Panthers as my uh, uh, broke back mountain. I wish I could quit you team. And I did not quit them. And I was rewarded for it thusly as they came through, not only on the spread, but on the, effing money line you guys it was so good six or nine to seven whatever it was good lord i don't know what the falcons were up to that day um packers laying five in carolina and once again i wish i could quit you uh i'm gonna be on the carolina panthers this green bay packers team should not be laying five uh their defense is atrocious and this line i think is a bit more reflective of uh the green bay packers from uh, two weeks ago and not the one we've seen the last couple of weeks uh, losing football games. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Packers land five in Carolina. Yep. Too many points for what should be a fairly low scoring game because neither of these teams are good. So I'm taking the Panthers and the points. All right. Craig, how about you? Packers land five. Yeah, I'm going to uh, go with the Panthers and the points as well. I just, I, I don't trust this Packer team on the road with that kind of line. I can't do it. No, uh, that was a that was an ugly game against Tampa Bay. Like that, like that game. The, the score was closer than that game was. Yeah, like uh, Baker. I think Baker had four drives. I think in the second half, three touchdowns, and the fourth one was him kneeling the game out. I believe. Uh, it, it was that it, it like it was so bad that everybody was bringing up numbers and saying, "Hey, Baker Mayfield's numbers are absolutely comparable to Tom Brady's last year, <laughs> right?" Which means he's been a solid quarterback for the uh, like. I don't mean like Tom Brady's all time. I mean Tom Brady in his last season as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, right? Like it, it was. He's been solid. He's earned a job. He's going to be back uh, next year and probably and most likely playing a playoff game this year. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, something he's done before and won. Um, all right. So we're all on Carolina in that one. Next up, we got the Washington Commanders heading to New York to take on the Jets. 
and the Jets are laying three, gentlemen. Um, man, this one narrowly missed my three, or sorry, my five. Uh, give me the JTS, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm laying, I'm laying money with the with the with the Jets. Uh, they're just missed being one of my five, but I'm definitely gonna have a few units on the Jets at the minus three. Uh, Commanders have quit. Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, I'm upset that Aaron Rodgers is not a medical marvel and won't be out there during this game. Turns yeah. out all that talk he had about coming back from the torn Achilles was bullshit, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, it was shocking. Totally shocking. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I will say, I did pick him up and I, I did stash him on my IR la- last week in, in one of my fantasy leagues when I was like, when it was like, he's medically cleared to play. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to let anybody else benefit this if it happens, right? <laughs> but it was, uh, <laughs> but even in my head, I was like, this is so stupid. But whatever. Just putting them on the IR was no harm. Um, Commanders have quit. Uh, Brissett, you know, looked better in uh, one half of, uh, or sorry, in, in the, in you know, half of a quarter there than Howell did. And they, they still said Howell's going to play, going to start this game. Uh, there's the, the, the movable object versus the stoppable force that is the, Commanders 32nd ranked defense versus the Jets 32nd ranked offense. So that'll be that'll be kind of fun to to take a perusal at. Uh, to see, uh, I don't think Scott Hansen will be cutting to that one too often. Um, no, in fact, I'm going to specifically demand Scott Hansen not cut. <laughs> oh right, yes, yes, of course, Scott Hansen. Don't show sure. this game. Yeah, Scott. Hansen I wanted to be. Week. I thought about long and hard about Green Bay, Carolina, but Green Bay actually has stuff on the line, so it's going to be. Yeah, nice. can't can't do it for sure. But Although Green Bay, like I think with the loss to Tampa, Green Bay have to be pretty much cooked at this point. Like they would yeah. have to win out and open. It's just it's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't I don't think it will either. But for sure, you'd rather see like what did Jordan Love and Bryce Young sort of have in the store for this? Although the Jets' defense is damn good. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Jets laying the three right now. Yeah. I want nothing to do with this. Um, I, I think it's probably the Jets, but boy, I hope I don't see any of this even on accident. So Jets, and we move on. All right. Last game of the 1 o'clock slate. My boys, the Detroit Lions, uh, head into Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. This line has seen has moved a little bit this week. It opened up at Vikings uh, plus four. Uh, Sharps came in on the Vikings, moved it down to Lions minus three. Uh, and then the Sharps came back in on the Lions at minus three. So that's how thin the margins have been for the uh, have been on this game. Uh, and it moved in. Vegas has it settled at three and a half now getting the hook. So uh, that's where it's likely to stay with all the money in, in the, the fours and the threes uh, on this one. Uh, we're, we're getting the hook for the for the rest of this one. Uh, I came in on Minnesota. This is similar to me with the Buffalo game in terms of I came in on Minnesota at the four and it got down to the three and I was hoping it would get down to Detroit minus two and a half so that I could come back in on the Lions. Vegas too smart for that. Left it at three. So the Sharps came back in on the three and now it's at the three and a half like we suggested. Um, I, I still like Minnesota uh, getting the hook at home. Even though Nick Mullins is under center, it looks like you're getting all your bodies back for this one. Um Gambling wise, I'm on your boy. I'm on your boys for this one, Bill. And I think what the Lions uh, did last week was not necessarily fluky, but not as sustainable as as one might as as one might think. Um, uh, yeah. So Vikings for me, Billy. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think I like the Vikings here, especially if you're getting the hook. I, I think they played okay football. Like, I, I know they were against a team with their backup quarterback, but he's the, the backup quarterback has looked pretty good. They didn't cement the lead, and they probably should have, but I, I was happy with what I saw. You know, not since the first couple weeks of Dobbs was I in any way optimistic. So I think they can win some games here. I think you're getting some points here with a capable team at home. I'm going with the Vikings. If the Vikings miss out on the playoffs, and I, I don't think you will, but if your boys were to miss out on the playoffs, I, uh, they would take a look at that that overtime call on the third and inches of back-to-back Nick Mullins tush-push attempts uh, yeah. that didn't go through. Especially when Ty Chandler had like 120 yards or whatever in that game. It's like you, you can yep. give Chan- Chandler the ball once. Or, or do like, I don't know, a bomb to Jefferson or Addison, and Addison, who also had like 100 yards in that game, do the old fake play-action bomb on third and then try to get it on fourth, if that was your thing. Basically, the, you'll look at that sequence as being like, woof. Um, especially when you only needed three to win because the, the Bengals had already bungled the opening of the overtime. Uh, Craig, how about you? Uh, Vikings uh, getting the hook right now. Um, no, I'm on the Vikings. Uh, I, I, I just, you know, they're, they're at home, uh, Detroit coming off, uh, a win. Uh, and, and here's the interesting part of this. Of course, if the Vikings win this game and win against the Packers next week and the lions don't beat the Cowboys in Dallas, all of a sudden that week 18 game becomes really something. Yeah. That becomes winner gets the NFC North. Uh, Now that game would be. The Vikings have the Packers. Oh, right. In Lambeau? So the Vikings schedule, they, they have three division games left. It goes Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit okay. for the Vikings. Um, it, obviously, if the Vikings win all three and the mm. and the Vikings win all three of their games remaining and the Lions do not defeat the Cowboys, the Vikings will win the NFC North. Yeah. Tough call. I'm glad the Lions are – I mean, I still don't think the Lions are going to beat the Cowboys in Jerry World anyway uh, based on how their defense is struggling. But I'm glad they're – I'm glad that Dallas game is this week and not next week because, uh, yeah, you talk about buy low, sell high on the Cowboys this week. Uh, Yeah, we're all on the Vikings. I'm going to give the marquee matchup to Browns-Texans, even though it it looks like it's going to be – uh, uh, oh, it's Lions Vikings for me. Joe, really? I I got I got Browns Texans. Yeah. I just think those are two. I mean, I guess yeah. That's the it, that's what it's between, right? I was just thinking these two teams are above five hundred so already, so they might be better. But yeah, it just sucks because only one of the of the four well, the, teams uh, we're uh, only of the four teams we're discussing, one has their starting quarterback. <sighs> yeah, yeah it's pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah, even though it is my team, so I'll, I guess I'll take some sauce on that. All right, so take your pick for the marquee matchup, but it's good that we have, we kind of have two. All right, 4 o'clock slate. The Jacksonville Jaguars head into Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. Uh, Bucks land one. I'm... I mean, it, earlier the, it, it was Jacksonville minus one earlier. So the Sharps came in on the Bucks getting the plus one, and now it's moved, and you never want to be on the team that was a favorite, and now is a minus... I kind of liked Jacksonville even when they were at the minus one. So obviously I like him getting a point. You're supposed to fade Baker in this spot, but the fact that the lines move makes me think Trevor Lawrence might not be playing with this concussion. So um, this might be a stay away from me then. Uh, that was an He has not practiced yet. That was an abominable first half by the, by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've never seen a team oh, leave somewhere between 10 and 16 points on the, off the board. 
in a single yeah. half. There was, they, they've like, been leaving points on the off the board all season. It's been it's been true. ugly. They've made some really had some really poor red zone decisions by by Lawrence and bad time fumbles and things on those lines. I think there's two things going on with the Jaguars' offense right now. One, Lawrence is clearly not healthy. That's very obvious. And two, they really miss Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. They really miss Christian Kirk, and you can tell. There's like, like even with Ridley or Ingram, whatever it is, just on third down, it was always him, always him, and he's not there right now, and that's been a real problem. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, knife to my ribs on this one. I, I, th- I mean, you're supposed to fade Baker here, but if Lawrence isn't playing, I'm laying the one with the buck. Ah, this sucks because you don't want to take the fa- the the dog that becomes the favorite. But jeez, uh, I guess just in Baker, I trust. I, I would probably lay the one with the box. Craig, what do you think? I think I gotta go Bucks just because we don't know if Lawrence's gonna be out there. Yeah, and and then and and like you know what's what kind of situation is his ankle in? He hasn't practiced all week. It just just feels like this has been not a great situation for him. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah, screams not great. How about you, Billy? Bucks land one. Yeah, it's the Bucks for me. I, I I think, I mean. They, they've looked better in the last few weeks. They've, they've looked pretty capable. The Jaguars have just been up and down. The offense has been less reliable without Kirk. Um, I, I think the Buccaneers are better at this point in the season. Well, if you look at the AFC South picture right now, uh, all there's all these all these teams have dealt with the Lawrence hasn't actually missed uh, any full games. But the team that's had their starting quarterback for the least amount of time, the Colts, they might be the team in the best shape right now. Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. Crazy to think about that. Uh, next up, the Arizona Cardinals head into Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears are laying four and a half. This was one of the easiest ones of the week and is one of my five. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals in this one because I, I know the Bears have been playing well recently, but I think we kind of cemented the whole... Um, you know, it got a little dicey there over the last couple of weeks, but I think we kind of cemented the whole, the Bears are probably going to have to trade Justin Fields in the offseason, draft Caleb Williams, and then yeah. move on from there. Um, this is just, this is a cardinal spot. It's such a cardinal spot. The Bears shouldn't be laying four and a half. This should be three. You're getting an extra couple of points. Taking the Cardinals. They could just outright win this game. I'm going to be on the Cardinals' money line as well, even though I know the Bears' defense has been playing pretty well. So, uh, Cardinals for me. Billy, what do you think? Bears laying four and a half. Don't trust the Bears with that many. Um, I don't trust the Cardinals either, to be honest with you. But I, I think you're going to want those points. So uh, I would take the Cardinals in this one. Craig, thoughts on Cardinals Bears? Cardinals are one of my five. Sorry, who's one of your five? Too many points. The Bears shouldn't be Cardinals. Cardinals. It's too Cardinals. many points. The Bears shouldn't be favored by half. Cardinals. Yeah. Great. All right. Dallas Cowboys. Last game of the four o'clock slate. Dallas Cowboys head to Miami to take on the Dolphins. And it is Dolphins. What a uh, game. Minus, great game. Dolphins minus one and a half currently. Uh, it was uh, Dolphins minus two earlier. I came in on the Cowboys minus two and it looks like the Sharps did as well. And they've moved it down half a point. Uh, I'm still on the co- I'm, I'm on the Cowboys. This is a classic buy low, sell high. Dolphins look really good. I know Tyreek is looks like Tyreek is probably going to go in this game. Uh, that said, yep. I'm I'm looking for the Cowboys to be out for blood in this one. Um, in what should be two high powered offenses in a game where you might actually think about the over, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, I trust the Cowboys defense a little bit more uh than the dolphins plus like i said they're gonna be out for blood taking the cowboys in the points uh and i i expect them to win the game outright i'll be on their money line as well billy what do you think dolphins laying one and a half 
Yep, those were exactly my thoughts. We got two great offenses here. They've been scoring all year. Um, but you got one team that has a better defense, and that's the Cowboys. So I'm guessing they're going to get a couple sacks, maybe some turnovers. They're going to be able to change things with the defense. I'm going with the Cowboys. Uh, this is the second-best DVOA matchup of the week. It's Buffalo 3 versus Dallas 6. Craig, who you got? Uh, Cowboys. Uh, I feel the same way you guys do. Just uh, you're buying low, a little bit low on the Cowboys. And uh, the Cowboys are dealing with some health issues of their own as far as Zach Martin goes, but – uh, if, if, if Tyreek is not full fledged Tyreek, they're going to have a problem in Dallas. So give me the Cowboys. All right. Uh, Sunday nighter, the new England Patriots, uh, I I'm assuming cause of Christmas, they didn't flex this game out for Cowboys dolphins. What with the tickets and whatnot, and the fact right. it's Christmas Eve makes perfect sense. Uh, Patriots headed to Denver to take on your boys, Craig, uh, the Denver Broncos with Denver, um, laying six and a half. It's a bit high for the Broncos. Um, New England's defense is playing well. You're supposed to take New England here, but I got to tell you, them heading into mile high with with the Broncos' D, uh, it's not my favorite side in this game. I think I'm playing with the Broncos, and my favorite side in this game is the under 34.5 easily because I think the Broncos win this game like 25-0 or something like that. Um, So, yeah, I'm laying the 6.5 with the under, but, uh, you know, don't feel great about it. I just hope that the Broncos can... uh, I hope they don't have a drive where they score three touchdowns and end up with zero points on the board is uh, is basically what will happen. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I'll talk about that quickly. That's not why they lost last week. They lost no. last week because the Lions scored on five feet of drives, so you can't have that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that was that was just an abomination of NFL officiating that. It was, well, actually, it was shady as hell. Yeah. Okay, Sean Payton owned some of it because he True. had to challenge the Javon Williams score. He had to yeah. challenge that, right? What, what, and, like, and, of the three during that sequence, I thought the second one, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, that one I think he's actually short. But the other two, I was like, those are touchdowns, right? Like, I yeah. was like, oh. Well, Javante uh, well, was, was in. Uh, yeah. the, the, the first one, I don't think he was in. But the, the one where they, they got the call for the offside on fourth down, that's... <laughs> That was that, that was not offside. That was some referee no. who watched Chiefs uh, Chiefs and Bills last week. And was like, oh, maybe I should call this too. Like, nah, well, yeah, but you should call it when someone's actually offside. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that was... That uh, was but that obviously was not why Denver lost the game. They lost the game on defense because Jared Goff could have... Uh, he could have done origami back there for a while and not been touched. Yeah, he was he was in full like Globetrotters mode, like crusty, just going, he's spinning the ball in his finger. Just and like they yeah. had the, the the like FU Sam Laporta touchdown at the end for, for, to give him the hat trick. It was just Yeah. It, yeah, but still that was just a weird sequence for the Broncos. I'm like, that's a touchdown. Oh, I guess not. Now there's the touchdown. What? And then like, oh there it is. Oh, and this one. Oh wait. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like oh, there's and, a touchdown. Uh, people are getting after Peyton for kicking it there. Like the analytics said, it was basically uh, like basically Denver has a one percent chance to win if they kick and a one percent chance to win if they go for it. So it's like, oh, okay, like yeah, the analytics basically said it didn't matter what he did. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad at that point. Anyway, uh, are you laying the points or not with your boys this week, Craig? Yeah, you have to. Uh, you have to. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. Like if. I hope New England wins a game the rest of the year. Uh, I want them to to sabotage themselves from the from the quarterback situation. Yeah. Uh, but I think that I think that Week 18 game against the Jets is the perfect heartbreak for it. So give me that one. Uh, they lose this week against Denver. Big. 
All right. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Broncos land six and a half. I think that's too many points for a game that could very likely end up nine, six. Um, I, I think these offenses won't be doing much. I'm, I'm hitting the under here and I'm taking the points. Uh, Monday night, we got three Monday games. A nice little early afternoon, afternoon, and night slate for Christmas Day. Great stuff. First up, the Las Vegas Raiders head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. This line opened up at Chiefs minus 10. It is still at Chiefs minus 10. It's staying there, and it's not going anywhere. This is such a rat line. Why is this line 10? The the, the Raiders have – the Raiders just scored 63 points. The Raiders have – Super rest, because they played on the Thursday, and this is a Monday night game. Um, the Chiefs' offense is not abominable, but it's not the Chiefs' offense. To, like, Despite the fact they've got a fifth uh, ranking in DVOA, if you've watched them play, it is just so many drops. This is a hold-your-nose-and-take-the-Raiders spot for me, because I, I don't get why. The, the, this Chiefs team has not been playing well enough to be, to be laying 10 points, I don't think. Um, it does look like Pacheco's going to go, so they got their their better running back, but still, they don't have the guys catching passes from the wide receivers, and, and Kelsey's getting triple teamed. It's it's bad. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders. Billy, what do you think? Chiefs laying ten. Yeah, did they they didn't cover last week? They were off by just a couple points or something, right? Uh, it depends when you got the line. They won by yeah. ten. They won by ten. The line opened up at uh, Patriots minus nine and a half. Um, and then was up up between nine and a half, ten and ten and a half. So it, it depending yeah. on when you when you got it, right? It was yeah. Uh, it's yeah. They they haven't been good in these situations. Um, I, I don't really want to lay ten with the Chiefs. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking the points, but not one of my five. I think the Chiefs are a lot better than the Raiders, and I think that offense should be able to do some damage. Ten's just too many. This is such a weird mental concept that i have with this matchup if this if this was chiefs minus seven i would feel so much better taking the raiders but for some reason it's minus 10 and i'm getting three extra points when i would uh, but i'm like why is it this high and it's like like does vegas know something that i don't know like are the raiders gonna go out there and all have the flu or so i don't know it's just strange uh maybe that's something i gotta reconcile with i don't know craig chiefs laying 10 what do you think uh yeah i don't like either side of this uh i would lean kansas city but i don't love either side all right i just uh, i just feel it's all you're getting you're getting the raiders off of a 63 point game it feels like there just might be a letdown here for sure uh 63 and zero are their last two games that's right hell. so they've been uh, averaging a quite reasonable 30 points a game their last two yeah, weeks yeah. that would actually be a very re- that'd be a very good uh total to have every week 30 points right uh Next up, uh, afternoon game. Uh, Giants head to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Giants coming off a disappointing loss in New Orleans. Philadelphia coming off a disappointing loss. They've got a full week to prepare. Giants got a little extra day. Got an extra day. Um, full week to prepare, though, for the Eagles since they played on the Monday Nighter. Eagles, it opened up at Eagles minus 10. It is now Eagles minus 12. Uh, I was already on the Giants at the plus 10 and a half. Or sorry, at the plus 11. Uh, now that it's 12, I'm still on the Giants. It's gross, but it's just a... Hold your nose and and take the points with the Giants. I think uh, just because the the Eagles defense just hasn't been getting it done recently. It's that that that's as simple as that. They uh, they've now fallen to tenth in DVOA and they're twenty third ranked in 
uh, in defense. And you're going to need like a special teams touchdown or a pick six per- perhaps to uh, to cover this one, I think. And and I trust Tommy DeVito uh, with the back door is what I'll say. Craig, what do you think? Eagles land 12. Cabs, yep. Give me the uh, <laughs> give me the Giants. All right. Cavs might be here for Tommy DeVito soon enough if he keeps playing like yep. he did the other day. Uh, Billy, how about you? Eagles land 12. Yep, it's too many. I'm taking the points. Um, not the Eagles are great. It's just too many points in a situation like this. So I'm all over those points. I like the Giants. All right, last game of Monday night, last game of the week, last game of Christmas, and what a Christmas present for all the football fans out there, ladies and gentlemen. The Baltimore Ravens, number one in the AFC at eleven and three, face. The San Francisco 49ers, number one in the NFC at 11-3. Potential Super Bowl matchup. Uh, we're in San Francisco. San Francisco's laying five and a half, gentlemen. Um, I'm on the Ravens. I know San Francisco looks like an absolute juggernaut right now. They look so good. They haven't lost a game with Williams and Debo uh, in the lineup, which makes sense, uh, especially on the Trent Williams side. That said, this is an 11-win team in the Baltimore Ravens that I'm getting five and a half points with. The San Francisco hype train is out of control, and I guarantee you every single... Like, Vegas is going to be cheering for the Ravens because every single teaser, every parlay, every whatever ticket that the public is going to have is going to be on the San Francisco 49ers on Christmas Day. So they're going to need the Baltimore Ravens for their lungs, I would imagine. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Ravens, and I might even put a little bit on their, on their money line because... Uh, I, I, I like them getting it's an eleven win team that we're getting five and a half points with. That's damn good, you guys. Like it's 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 mental. This is this is one and two in DVOA. This should getting, be three, shouldn't it? That's what I think. It's it's too high. I'm on Baltimore. Craig, what do you think? I feel the same way. I think this should be three. It's five and a half, so I'll take the Ravens. Uh I don't love it though. Uh I no. don't want to have money against the 49ers at all. This is not one of my five. Uh I just don't want to deal with how awesome that team looks right now. They yeah. look really good. I mean, Baltimore looks good too, though. Man. <laughs> this is yeah. two damn good football teams. Like we've seen them do what the Niners have done to other teams. Specifically, I saw it against my my Lions. Like, good lord, uh, Billy Niners laying five and a half. What do you think? Yeah, two great football teams. This is this one's going to go to who gets the right bounces. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I want those points. I think that's too many. This this maybe should be three points like uh, i think it's a little high so i'm going with the ravens i this is just i'm just i'm telling you how many how many people i'm, I'm like are, are vegas gonna just be are, are vegas just gonna destroy when the niners somehow lose this game right like it's just they, they, vegas has got to have their their feedback with the scar going just laughing knowing that all the money's on one side in this game and the team that's on the other side is also an 11 and three team, right? Like it's, this is not like the Detroit lions are coming to town or whatever, where they're like, you know, 10 and four, but kind of is Baltimore. They're number one in the AFC is a, a great team. Uh, and I wouldn't mind if Baltimore were one on the, uh, on the money line. Here. Good Lord. All right. Uh, that is it for the Christmas weekend, uh, week 16. All that's left to do is do our picks. Craig, you won uh, week 15. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off for week 16. Good, sir. Sure. Uh, I will be taking the Los Angeles Rams, Tennessee Titans, Arizona Cardinals, Dallas Cowboys, and give me the Giants. All right. Uh, 
Billy, week 16, who you got? All right, I got my Vikings, the Rams, the Browns, the Ravens, and I'll take the Chargers. Okay, uh, I got some that are similar to you guys. I'm going to join Craig on Arizona. I'm going to join Craig on Tennessee. I'm going to join Bill on Baltimore. And then give me Carolina. And I got to get a favorite in there. And what a favorite I picked for mine. The New York Jets, you guys. Uh, yeah. Cardinals. <laughs> I, I think they just kill the Commanders, if I'm being honest. I think this game's going to, well, kill in a in a relative sense. I think, I think it's going to be like, I don't know. 13 nothing, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so a kill is a... Well, blowout like I said, Jets terms, yeah. Yeah, kill, kill is a relative term, <laughs> I said. Uh, so Cardinals, Titans, Panthers, Jets, and Ravens for Matt Pierce. Uh, as always, card is subject to change with all of our picks, so stay tuned to the Twitter account, at mpierce6, uh, which is the my Twitter account and also the one I use for this th- uh, the podcast. So stay tuned because I might be changing them. Uh, day of and whatnot, as I usually am, am off to do. Uh, that said, Crossover Podcast, available at crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. We're also on any podcatcher that you happen to be having. If we're not, uh, then let us know on uh, email us at contact at the crossoverpodcast.com to let us know if we're missing uh, any podcatchers. We'll get on there. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Craig and Bill, as always, pleasure doing this with you guys. Take care, everybody. Good luck with your bets and week 16 merry christmas happy hanukkah tip top tet crazy kwanzaa for everybody whatever it happens to be uh whatever you're celebrating uh just have a great one uh from all of us here at the crossover podcast happy holidays everybody uh take care and we'll talk to you next time on the crossover podcast